0: look for signs and wonders, for miraculous events outside in the external reality of our everyday living. We want to see and we want to hear about people being miraculously cured, or people who have have miraculous events occurred with their life. And when we do that, my brothers and sisters, we miss the greatest miracle that the Lord desired to share with all of us and that is the forgiveness of our sins. Jesus came that we might have life and have it in abundance, that we might not be marred by our sinfulness, but that through him we may be restored and forgiven and live in the life of grace. This is greater, far greater and better than being miraculously called cured from a terminal illness because a terminal illness, my brothers and sisters, is going to pass. It's eventually going to take our life. And so therefore, what is the purpose of of worrying about that or desiring a cure? Because our life is with God in heaven. And Jesus, by coming and giving us His forgiveness of sin, reopens to us eternal life, that we may dwell with Him forever in that eternal dwelling place with God, the angels, and the saints. Why is it that we want to anchor ourselves to attachments in this world? Why is it that we fail to realize the power of the resurrection that the Lord shares with each of us, so that nothing in this world should, should hold us to it? Now that sounds harsh, that sounds crazy, but my brothers and sisters, God created us to be with Him forever. The ultimate plan, as we know from the very beginning in Genesis, was that heaven is on earth. But we messed up. We blew that out of the water by our own sinfulness, our own pride. And so God did not abandon us and leave us orphaned and say, well, tough on you, you've missed the boat. But God throughout salvation history prepared Israel for the coming of the Messiah, whom he himself would be. This is the joy of the resurrection. This is the joy of which we celebrate. This is why, as I've been saying all week, that we need more than just 24 hours in a day to marvel, to ponder, and to allow ourselves to enter into this awesome reality. Jesus Christ is risen, and because of that, everything in the whole entire universe has been altered. All of creation groans for the coming of our Lord again into uh, re-establishing heaven on earth as he originally intended. And this is what we profess every Sunday when we profess the Creed. We pray for Jesus to come back again in glory. Are we praying for it? Are we praying for it every day, come Lord Jesus? Do we really want him to come back in glory? Are we too attached to the worldly life in which we live? Are we too afraid of the unknown when he comes, of what will take place, and how we will live in this world? Well, we certainly know that from the scriptures, from the gospel, when heaven is reestablished on earth, we're gonna eat. Jesus rose from the dead in his glorified body. He's eating baked fish. He's not a ghost, he's not just a spirit. And so, my brothers and sisters, let us be mindful. Let us remind ourselves of what we possess. Let us remind ourselves of the glory of this saving event of the resurrection, that Jesus has come to save us from our sin so that we might live totally and completely as his children. The caveat, my brothers and sisters, and the caveat which we ponder and pray is that this is freely available to all of us, this forgiveness of sin. But as we heard in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, as St. Peter reminded Israel in the temple that morning when he was there, it it demands of us repentance. It demands of us a recognition that you and I are sinners in need of forgiveness if we are not in need of forgiveness, if we are not sinners in need of repentance, then what Jesus did on this cross is useless, has no meaning. So you and I must acknowledge our sin, not to wallow in it, not for self-pity, but to acknowledge the saving power of God as we prepare ourselves to celebrate this Sunday, this feast of divine mercy. Jesus is merciful, Jesus is loving, Jesus did this to save each and every one of us, every single person on this planet. He came to save, and that, my brothers and sisters, should always be in our minds and in our hearts, so that when we leave this church this morning, we may be mindful of the need to go and proclaim this wondrous and good news. Jesus is risen from the dead. Alleluia, alleluia. He is truly risen. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us offer now our needs and petitions to our Heavenly Father.